Blog Talk Radio. Tisha Dorsey Magaha, a certified life coach, and I welcome you to my show tonight. It is Wednesday, November the 1st. It's 9.02 p.m. on the dot. If you're listening tonight and you want to discuss a particular topic in the future, drop me in a message in the chat or reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram at Becoming Excellent B. Or email me at becomingexcellentb.com. Um, if you're looking to improve your life, relationship questions, problems, you want a different perspective of things, 
uh, reach out to me. Um, I have years of experience in untangling messy situations, and I um, would love to be able to help give you some perspective um, of whatever you're going through. I want to welcome my partners in crime tonight, DJ Sean, Antonio, and, and Antonio Magaha. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Y'all, how did it go from uh, 80 degrees a few days ago to in Atlanta? Well, I don't know about where you are, Sean, but here in Atlanta, it has dropped to freezing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's uh the weather's on crack here too. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, yes. I, I'm not particularly fond of the winter time growing up in the north, but I am learning to be grateful for all things. I can really say, wait a minute, ain't you from Detroit? <laughs> I am, but my blood has gotten rough. They say your blood gets thin. I have been enjoying the south for over 30 years now, and I could just stay warm. Warm is warm is where it's at. Warm is where it's at. Uh, we are in the month of November. We just started. Today is the first day. It's um, a couple of different things going on. I know at our school, we have start. We are celebrating um, Native American Month. It is uh, today and tomorrow is uh, more. Was it more Day of the Dead. Um, y'all know anything about that? Hmm. I'm I'm not. I mean, I've heard of it, but I'm not really well versed on like the of that particular particular uh, holiday. Well, in the Hispanic community, the day to day is is two days today and tomorrow, and what they do is they just they honor their ancestors. They get out pictures, they light candles, they um, pull out the favorite foods of their um, ancestors, and they celebrate them. Very interesting. Uh, They do it. uh, All the other, a lot of cultures do that. You want to say something, Antonio? No, I said that's dope. I said, yeah, I didn't know, I didn't actually know that it was an ancestral celebration. I I mean, I didn't, that's the first that I... I've heard that. That's, yeah, I like okay, that's pretty good. Yep, they celebrate. They are selling. Sean, you heard of the um? Well, I had to find out the Day of the Dead. They have a couple of mo- Coco. It's a couple of uh, movies uh, that Disney has put Pixar has put on to kind of explain it. But um, no, yeah, it's, you don't know anything no, about I, it. Uh, I never heard of it. Uh. They make up their faces. Um, they have carnivals. It's 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 pretty. It's pretty it's a pretty significant holiday. Dia Dia de los Muertos. That's day that's in Mexico, right? It, well, they do, they do Mexico it here. Tradition, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. it's it's. I mean, it's a it's a Mexican tradition, but they they celebrate they celebrate it here. Um, Pretty, pretty, pretty big. 
And it's kind of interesting because, you know, we have Halloween, which is not really a celebration of not the same kind of thing, but same kind of energy. Well, um, turning to the next, it seems like the, the uh, for what reason, I don't know. Well, yeah, I do. Let me, let me take that back. The next biggest holiday outside Christmas and Thanksgiving, it seems, my goodness. This is uh, the way that people oh. had their yards. Hello? Oh, we can hear you the way the people had a yard. Uh, Halloween. When did that become? Yeah, when Halloween. I was saying it. So yeah, much? kind of turned it to the. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Are they decorating um, where you are, Sean? Majorly decorating for Halloween? Because it's like yeah. Christmas now. Yeah, they they go all on out. Yeah. But some people don't take their Halloween outfits off. They wear them year round. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. But uh, um, oh, I saw somebody had a Christmas. They've been waiting. To, people who've been waiting to put their Christmas tree because God, oh Lord, it's 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 just that time where they smush all the ho- the holidays together. But somebody had a um, white sheet over their Christmas tree and cut holes in it, and it said wow. for those people who couldn't wait to put their Christmas tree up, so they put a sheet on it and made it into a big ghost so they could just take it wow. off today. I told you I drove by a house yesterday, and they, I'm sorry, yeah, they had, uh, no, somebody no, no, already no. had their Christmas decorations in the yard, so some, some, some people starting extra, extra, extra early with that, so we're here. We're here. <laughs> we are here. We are at the end of the year, officially two months left of 2023 that is something else we we made it so far i can say that because it's november we made it 2023 most of the year all right so tonight's topic we are going to be talking about forgiveness forgiveness so for a few years i have been the topic of forgiveness has been very much um something that has been not just on my mind. I have had a deep soul search about forgiveness. Um, I looked up the definition of forgiveness, and there's one definition. It it just says the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven, which kind of doesn't explain anything. Um, But then I, I saw another definition of forgiveness, that says forgiveness is not merely accepting what happened or ceasing to be angry. Rather, it involves a voluntary transformation of your feelings, attitudes, and behavior so that you are no longer dominated by resentment and can express compassion, generosity, or the light toward the person who wronged you. So um, in my quest to understand forgiveness, a few years ago, well, I didn't just meet our guest tonight um, looking for forgiveness, but she has helped transform my understanding, like, completely of what forgiveness is, um, and her name is Gina Gibson, and she is on the air tonight. Hello, Gina. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Uh, let me give a uh, g- give you guys a brief 
a brief description uh, bio of my friend here, Gina Gibson. Um, she is a spiritual life coach, a teacher, and a workshop facilitator committed to helping people experience freedom through remembering the perfection that they are. She believes that joy, ease, and abundance are our natural states of being. Gina uses her nearly 30 years of experience to help people connect with their own guidance and supports them as they learn to follow it with confidence. Once that happens, there is no stopping anyone from having, doing, or being anything and everything they desire. Gina is the mom of two beautiful women. She loves nature, music, travel, reading, and great conversations. Gina has a degree in metaphysics and, a, and is a certified infinite possibilities instructor, emotional freedom technique advanced practitioner, as well as a strategic intervention life coach. She has studied and used homeopathy, uh, help me, homeopathy for over 20 years and is a student and teacher of A Course in Miracles. All of that said, the degree of which she is most proud is her Ph.D. in life. She has consistently applied the teachings and practices she studied in her own life, resulting in a rich depth of understanding, which she delights in sharing with people through her work. While her new community site is being built, you can request more information about services or an upcoming event list by emailing her directly at Gina at EnlightenedElephants.com. That's such a, <laughs> it's such a small. That was so small of a of an introduction. I, I this doesn't even touch the surface of who you are and what you can do. But Thank it you. will suffice for tonight. We yeah, just to be really clear too, that PhD is you know earned by beating my face against walls. <laughs> yeah, and, you know it's not the fancy kind. Yeah, so. um, I think we all have one of those PhDs. Yes, I know, yes, I know, I do. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for inviting me here. I'm so honored to be getting to hang out with you. Yes, I, I'm. I'm excited for um for our listening audiences to get a little, be able to get a little taste of. What I have been experiencing for the last couple of years and helping shift my paradigm and experiencing this freedom that you um, speak of. We have a couple of uh, other friends on the line. We have the diva. Hey, how are you? I am great. How are you? Thank you for coming on to the show tonight. You're welcome. My pleasure. I see Mike, my friend Mike is on the line. Hey, Mike. Hey, 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 how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Okay. Last week, um, was that last? Yeah, that was last week. You were were um, you were on the show last week, right? Um, Mike and Tanya. Last week's show was yes. incredible. That was so incredible, and I, I thank you again for sharing your um, experience. Uh, it really was an incredible show last week, and 
Glad you're on tonight. Yeah, so couldn't, let's, yeah. couldn't wait, couldn't wait. Let's get into this topic. Um, what what do people think forgiveness is for? What is what is forgiveness for? You know, I before I, I get Gina's um, expert answer, what do you guys think forgiveness is about? Tell me what you guys think forgiveness is about. Well, I I think forgiveness is for is for the individual. For me, if I'm going to forgive someone, I think it's all for me uh, to free mm-hmm. myself that anger feeling that I have against someone that I might feel has done something wrong to me by disrespecting me or by, by purposely hurting my feelings or, or doing something that I've asked them not to do. So once mm-hmm. I say to myself that I've forgiven them, I free myself of of that feeling that I have, and whatever they choose to do, it no longer affects me. Mm-hmm. That's what it means for me. Okay. Anybody else have some thoughts about forgiveness? What are, you, what are your thoughts on forgiveness? I would I'll say be, for I'll me... Say, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying for me, I'm pretty much around where she is because, I mean, Forgiveness is for in a big part of the person because, you know, if you don't, just you walking around with all that hate and that extra hurt and, you know, that's an outlet to, to let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, and forgiveness, sometimes it's hard, but, you know, when when you really get into it and what, to me, what it alleviates when you forgive uh, for me, uh, forgiveness has been, I've seen some of the most powerful moments within my own life just by forgiving others. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, uh, for me, it's just that, that to let go and even, you know, and even while I'm forgiving them, you know, hey, for if I've done wrong, you know, mm. sometimes we got to forgive ourselves. Mm. You know, yeah. we forgive, of course we forgive others, sometimes we got to forgive ourselves because if you don't forgive yourself, you can trap yourself sometimes and mm-hmm. be stuck in your own little rut because you haven't let go of the the pain and guilt of what you may have done or what tribulation you may have went through. And, you know, you gotta, like I say, you gotta let that go. As I said, let go, let God. That's I'm gonna say it that way. Mm-hmm. Antonio, what were you gonna say? No, for me, uh, forgiveness is very much attached uh, tied to freedom, um, the release of bondage and baggage, I think, for the person that might have done the wrongdoing and for the person that <clears throat> that's in need of forgiveness. Um, you know, it's, it's a whole lot of bondage and a lot of weight attached to unforgiveness. So when you can move into a place of, of real forgiveness, I think it's like there's it's freedom in that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what it means for me. All right. Gina. Yes, tell ma'am. us about tell us about forgiveness. Like from your give us give us something about what is forgiveness. What is what should we be looking for forgiveness to be? Okay, well, uh, you know this. Everybody else listening and on the panel doesn't know this, but um, I the the minimum I usually talk about forgiveness in is like three hours. <laughs> 
So I'm going to try to whittle some of these concepts down really quick. But if anybody wants to ask more about a part of it, please do. Um, So to preface what forgiveness is about, it's helpful to kind of understand the perspective from which I'm viewing life, right? And that is that by whatever name you call God, you know, God, love, the universe, it doesn't matter. But I believe that everything is always happening for us, that nothing is, you know, there's no test, there is no plot to, uh, you know, make it harder for us, that most of that is from our blind spots all of that actually is from our blind spots and and the things that we came here to remember or to learn. And so the places where we rub up against each other in life, where one person or groups of people cause friction are the places where unbeknownst to our remembering mind, you know, that we've asked to get um, an invitation to learn what we need, heal what we came to heal um, to broaden our horizon, our perspective, and to expand love with, for ourselves and for everybody else. So from that perspective, when things happen that trip our triggers and we get hurt and we get offended and we get upset, and that's, you know, I just want to be really clear to say that that is not in no, no way, shape, or form, I'm not trying to say we're blaming ourselves for it, but... At the same time, if we can hold the idea that I must, I must on some level, my higher self on some level, dreamt this up to give me an opportunity. And so I want to take that opportunity to get that gift. Then you can approach forgiveness right from that space in a different way, right? Because it is the, it's really common, especially, um, I'm sorry that I don't have everybody's name straight. The first woman who shared is such a perfect example of what we're taught, you know, resentment is like drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die. So henceforth then Hmm. forgiveness is just a matter of saving our own life, right? Like leaving the poison where it belongs. Hmm. And it comes from, an idea of thinking that there's somebody else out there whose interests are separate from mine. And I don't really believe that any of our interests are separate from each other. Like I think that your joy and success and freedom is part of my own. And so if I am, if I'm the more sane quote unquote person in the moment, it's my job to do the forgiveness work for both of us. And that doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to, change what the other person does in the future or anything like that. It does release me from my attachment. So it it does serve that. But it also, I noticed this is gratitude month for you. And so this was, I'm so delighted that you paired up forgiveness with it because if we're really doing it fully, which most people don't, but we should feel actual gratitude for the person and the situation that brought this new level of awareness and peace and compassion into our experience. And that is pretty far off the way most people are experiencing forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to jump in. Well, yeah. I'm going to jump in and say that because I, I met you years ago now. It's been years. Mm-hmm. It has been, which is wild. Which is wild. 
but through training with you, um, like I was at work today and this week there, someone did something very offensive to me Mm -hmm. and somebody asked me about it. And I said, well, I saw it as an opportunity. I saw it as an opportunity to learn something about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, from them offending me. Now, I, I have to say, I have to give a shout out to uh, the book. If and I, I recommend this book to anybody to just kind of help you even get started in understanding any of what we're talking about from a different perspective by reading the four laws of um, the four um, four agreements. The four agreements. Is anybody? Um, Anybody familiar with the four agreements? No. Mm-hmm. I, I I highly recommend reading the four agreements. And one of the uh the second agreement is not to take anything personally. And so when people are doing uh, things uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's easier said than done. Uh, it, it It is. It's easier said than done. But when you start shifting your paradigm to not taking things personally, um, it, it it is such a life changer. It is a game changer across the board. And then some of the things that uh, Gina talked about now becomes easier to understand because if I'm not even taking what you're bringing to the table personally, um then I can see it from a different perspective. Um, can I say something about that? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Um, I want to say that, yeah, I think that is a great step in the process because if we're not taking it personally, hopefully we won't be so triggered that we can't remember to, <laughs> to try to find to try to find some peace on the other side and maybe get something from it. And at the same time, one of the things I talk about a lot, and it might be beyond the scope of tonight, but I just want to, you know, plant the seed, mention it, is kind of also to take everything personally. Like, this whole world is, like, dual, right? Because something can be quite obviously wrong. On an earth level, like, there's, there's things that are unacceptable and they're wrong, and nobody can debate that. And yet, on a soul level, they're for you somehow. Mm-hmm. And that's the, and, and if we're like, well, that's them, that's their problem. And I don't have to be upset about it. That's not really putting us in position to fully get the gift out of it. If it's like, that's clearly screwed up and I know why I'm mad, but I also know if I really am going to walk my talk, that there's something for me here. So, you know, whoever you pray to for help, whatever your, you know, your gig is, but God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, it doesn't matter. You know, I'd like to see this the way you see it. Like help me get what I, what I need to get out of that. And there's, um, you know, there's a concept based on a hundred percent responsibility called Ho'oponopono. And that that's based on, on similar ideas. I mean, the verbiage is different, but, it um it really puts us in a different place and it and it sounds outlandish but when you start playing with it the results are amazing and hard to argue with 
I don't know if you're going to need four hours to teach this. You're probably going to need 365 days to teach this <laughs> to everyone. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. I do I do work with people sometimes for mm. a considerable amount of time because it's a, it's a new way of thinking, right? And so mm-hmm. it is a lot of practice and, you know, bringing it back. And, like, so how, how can I look at this? <laughs> how can I look at this to make this person not a complete – Probably I don't I shouldn't curse right which is hard for me but anyway you know work, work uh, well it's 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 a it's an adult show this is an adult show so okay well um, yes, I'm an adult, an adult girl show. from Jersey so things get things can get spicy but anyway you know yeah you're right and thank you for saying that because it's it's true it's a whole different way of looking at things and it, and we're in a habit of running our forgiveness and everything else the way we're comfortable and the way we're taught and the way it's kind of normal, you know, but it, it actually isn't really serving us at the highest it's not, level. It's not functional at all. And let me tell you mm-hmm. what's very interesting in the Christian community, you know, there's one side of um, not Christians, but it's a compartment in a compartment of Christianity. They say they'll, everybody will say, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. All things work together for the good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then when things that we don't like or things or people or things happen to us, we don't put that in that same compartment. We don't see it as working together for our good. If it hurts us really badly or we are offended really badly or somebody does some things to us that we don't like, we don't really flip it. Um, I like to say that life is like a kaleidoscope. If you guys remember kaleidoscopes, mm-hmm. when you twist the when you twist the kaleidoscope slightly, it changes the whole picture of yes, what ma'am. you're looking at. And so, um, a lot of times we don't take the time to just slightly shift the perspective so that we can see what. What in this situation is, is what am I getting out of this? Even in the most trying of things and the most difficult to understand, what in this is, like Gina said, the gift that I'm getting? Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, do you ahead. mind if I say something else? I'm sorry. Sure. No, no. You tell me to no, shut up ahead. at any time. Okay. No, no. Just off of that, you know, the part that's, ironic in the way that we are taught to forgive and most of us run our forgiveness actually keeps us tethered to the energy of the problem so that we have to keep recreating it in new places because we keep because we came to learn it right so we're going to keep getting the invitation how we how we keep having the same relationship with different faces on it how we keep having the Mm -hmm. same job experience in different locations same landlord Mm -hmm. i I know somebody who had that one once Mm -hmm. Um, you know Keep, keep having keep having these same experiences because we forgive in a way what it's a course of miracles calls it forgiveness to destroy and what it does is it 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 lets off enough steam so that we don't feel like we're going to blow anymore and so then we think that's the gift right because we're not quote unquote so upset but it hasn't we haven't gotten what we needed to get out of it yet which is usually healing for ourselves it, it, in that regard, it, it doesn't have to do with anybody else. All forgiveness is, and I believe the second gentleman that spoke um, touched on this, which delighted me, is about self-forgiveness as well. And so that is, when we get that 
then we're, we're free of it and we don't have to keep recreating it because if God is the capital C cause and we, all of us, the one son of God, if you will, are the capital E effect, all of our confused ideas are the little C causes creating all of our screwed up little E effects. And mm-hmm. so when we let those be corrected, we don't have to keep seeing the screwed up effect anymore because the cause, which was our mistaken thinking, has been addressed. It, a lot of us, you know, over the years, if you go back and look and you'll say, um, you'll have the same experience. You'll see it, like you said, it's the same. You'll have the same experience over and over again with a different face. Mm-hmm. The same the same boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, job, boss, landlord, whatever it is. It's the same experience over and over until you get the gift out of it. I, mm-hmm. I want to invite, um, I have a, a more guests on the line. And I just want to say, uh, hi, Scrap Iron. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm good. Thank you for um, being on with us tonight. Yes, ma'am. Um, I also have uh, Mr. Magaha. How are you? You wanted to ask a question? I'm fine. How How's everybody tonight? Great. 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 Thank you. I've heard... Uh, in my lifetime, I've heard people say over and over again, I forgive, but I don't forget. Mm-hmm. And I would like to uh, get some input from everyone on that. Is it true forgiveness when you don't forget? I don't think so because you're still holding that person accountable for something that they did. So you're not forgiving them, and then you're not allowing yourself to heal. You're, you're just holding a grudge. That's what I think. That's my thought well, also. Well, I think well, personally, I mean I think you can you can forgive but when they say don't forget, you know, don't you you just have to be still aware of the fact that, hey, this snake bit me once. I'm not gonna go back and pet it again. You know, yeah, I forget, you know. <laughs> just you know, that's my terminology of it, but yeah, I forgive I've forgiven someone for something they've done to me, but I just know that, hey, next time around I just need to be a little more cautious. And dealing, and no personal or hard feelings, but I just need to be a little more cautious. Right. Yeah. Anybody else? Gina, what do you think about that? I forgive you, but I will not forget. I think that everybody was pretty right on in my understanding of it, in so far as if you are holding on to it, even as a remembrance, then you really haven't forgiven. Um, the the, the way the Course talks about forgiveness is um, letting go of what never really happened. So if, if what's, <laughs> what's, what's true is always the love in every situation and all the rest is part of the illusion. And the, the idea of forgetting, or not forgetting, I should say, is it's really defensive, right? It's like, like um, the one gentleman said, being cautious. And that is what our, our human training, if you will, what our earth experience tells us is required to keep us safe. But energetically, vibrationally, what we defend against, we attract. Because we're, mm. we're, in a, we're, we're a vibrational match to what we are thinking about. So if that's what we're holding in our mind, that's how we're calling back in the next relationship that looks like that one. 
You know, I'm not going to get it from that person anymore because I'm not forgetting. But because I'm not forgetting, I still haven't gotten it. So I'm going to call it in somewhere else. And maybe not from a romantic relationship. Maybe it'll be an illness. Maybe it'll be a financial problem. But the way to really protecting ourselves is, and, and this is, it's hard to, it's hard to talk about in such abstract ways, but if we get the gift from something, usually that means that we have become a little bit more compassionate with ourselves and a little bit more loving to ourselves, which means we're automatically going to gravitate to things that are better for us. And that makes Can, us feel good. <laughs> and so we're not going okay, to so pause, pause. Let's pause right there because okay. I want to, first of all, I want to, if you are listening and you want to call in, our number is 516-453-9110. Again, that's 516-453-9110. Press 1 to, um, to, to, to get on. And if you are a T-Mobile caller, call 971-379-9537. I, I hear some magical noise in the back. 971 971- <laughs> Three seven nine nine five three seven. If you are a T-Mobile um, user, now back to what you just said. You mm-hmm. said something to me that I found to be in in the work that we did together. Mm-hmm. When you said being kinder to ourselves, let's mm-hmm. let's talk, talk talk to us about. Well, first of all, what does that look like, and why aren't we? loving and kind and gentle to ourselves anyway? Oh, that's a good question. It's loaded, but um, keep it in part of the answer on topic for tonight because we haven't forgiven ourselves for a lot of, and we're fine. We're devising our own ways to punish ourselves before somebody else does it or the divine does it. Mm. Um, And then there's also things that, you know, Again, I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. Just reel me in. But when we're when we're little, you know, from even in utero, but until we're like between seven and eleven, depending on the expert you talk to, we're we're like little sponges. Everything just goes in, and it's a survival thing in animals. You know, you got to learn how to run when the tigers come in, and you got to learn where you go for food and what you eat and what you don't eat. And for us to learn language and how to walk and stuff, but it also means that we're bringing, we're bringing in and allowing in all the social cues and it's just becoming part of us. So any dysfunction around us in society, in church, in family, in hearing our parents talk about other things, we just take on the beliefs and we take on the energy. Not everybody does, but most of us do. And a lot of our life experience is trying to unwind that stuff, right? So being Mm -hmm. kind to ourselves a lot of times means learning that maybe we weren't such a burden or maybe it means that, yeah, I did do that thing and it was crappy and I can, I can accept the forgiveness that it never happened for my own self, you know, from again, whatever you call your higher power or from that other person And that's the other thing. Like, we don't need to have conversations with people necessarily to get this work done because it's all energy work anyway. And if there's a conversation to be had, it'll happen organically. It's, you know, you know how you think about somebody sometimes and then they call Mm -hmm. or they, or you run into them at the store Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like it'll, 
this mm-hmm. stuff will find its way to get sorted out if our hearts are open to it happening. But that's really the, the being kind to yourself is so much about that. But it's also about doing things that really feel good. And that doesn't mean doing things that I want that and I'm going to be selfish and not care how anybody else feels. But it's, you know, we all know how many, like, has anybody on this call ever said yes when they really wanted to say no? Is there anybody who's never done yeah. that? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. We've all done it. That's being kinder to yourself, knowing it feels like a no and actually saying no. Like, mm-hmm. what? loving ourselves, it looks like that. And if we did that, then we wouldn't need to forget that person for taking advantage of us because mm-hmm. we didn't respect mm-hmm. our own self. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep. So I don't know if that's what you were going for, Tish, but that's what came to mind. So. Don't you? No, don't you I, just? Don't, I just want to say this. Don't you just wish you could take a SUV cord and put it in the back of somebody's head just to see what their brain is saying about you? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> a lot of times, their actions will show it, or energy will show it. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I think what um, in the last few years, one of the greatest gifts that I have learned in doing this work is, um, and, and I tell it to my clients now, honoring yourself, mm-hmm. honoring yourself. And I, I know coming, um, it's some things that I've unraveled for myself with the whole love, love others, right? We, we grow up and love others, love others. Uh, we think the golden rule says, you know, um, love others more than you love yourself. Sometimes, I mean, people really think they're loving other people, and you can't love somebody else more than you love yourself. And you got to love yourself. But we've been really taught, mistaught a lot of things. And I see how it plays out in people's lives because here they are serving, 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 serving but they're not serving themselves and they end up sick. Mm-hmm. They end up um, in situations that are, uh, that aren't good for themselves and they're angry about it because they're, they haven't honored themselves. Like mm-hmm. she said, if, if it's a no in your spirit, if it's a no, then it's a no and it's okay. Right. It's okay. Yeah. We don't have to go above and beyond ourselves and that's not selfish. That's not selfish. Right. It's the same as pulling the mask down when the plane when you're in a plane and every single solitary time they says and the mask drops, put the mask on yourself first. Mhm. Right. Can I take uh, you back wanna, on that thought? Oh, I'm sorry, you're ready to move on. Oh no, I was just gonna say we're gonna welcome Missouri Davis. She is on with us. Hello, Missouri. Did I say that right? Hello, hello. Hi all. Hi there. Hey. Hi. All right, uh, Gina, what were you going to say? Well, just, you know, piggybacking off of what you said and, and the idea of the golden rule and loving others like we love ourselves, um, we're, we're taught that alongside, you, like you mentioned earlier, about the Bible being uh, interpreted with conflicting messaging. Along that, we've been taught that sacrifice is holy somehow. And mm. You know, there's a, again, I think of everything in terms of vibration and energy. So 
there's form, which is what a thing looks like, and then there's content, which is the energy of the thing that you're doing, right? So you can make somebody dinner because you love them and appreciate them, and this is a, a way you express that, and then it is love. That's the, that's the content. You can make somebody dinner because you know that they're going to pitch a wild fit if you don't have dinner on the table at 6 o'clock sharp, and then it's defensive and mm. protective. So it's the exact same act, and it might be the exact same meal, but the content is completely different, right? So mm-hmm. if we're saying yes from a place of sacrifice, what we're giving is actually the energy of loss, of sacrifice. We're not actually giving mm-hmm. the energy of love or expansion. There's no, there's no real gift in it. So both people are losing or both people are winning all the time. And mm. if people understood that, they might feel a little bit more empowered to say no with love. But no, you know, I can't, I'm sorry that, that I just don't have the bandwidth for that today. Or no, that doesn't feel like it's mine to do. Mm. You know? That's all. Thank you. That's good. No, that, that's, that's, that's really good. Uh, you are on with myself, Letitia Dorsey Magaha, and our guest. Gina Gibson tonight, and we are B Lifestyle Radio. We're going to take a little small break. Um, get you got you guys get your questions ready. I have questions. I have more questions um, in this topic of forgiveness. We're going to play right now. We're going to play "Forgive Me" by Antonio Magaha. Oh, the hurt that I bestowed. 
Again, that is Forgive Me by Antonio Magaha. Um, I love that song. It is a song of just uh, truth and emotion um, and a song of a real plea for forgiveness. It is. Um, it has a, an amazing video if you yeah. are on YouTube. It is an amazing video that is goes along with that. He bringing he's bringing light skin back. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, light skin still in. Yeah. Listen, wait till y'all hear this. His new upcoming EP. There's a line in there about that. It's it's just so hilarious. I think. Uh, huh? Somebody call my. I'm name? sorry. I did, but go ahead. Who who's calling? I apologize. Is Antonio's mother. Oh, hey, Mrs. McGaha. I was like, who? who? How are you? I, welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you. I, I'm, I apologize for interrupting. Oh, no so. apologies, no, ma'am. Oh, she must heard me say light skin brought light skin back. That's his mama right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to come uh, in on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, Dion, are you on? Can you? My cousin is on. I don't. She has her hand up. Yeah, I maybe. Yeah. She's... Oh, I'm Hello? here. Hi. I'm here. How are you? Thanks for joining us tonight. You're welcome. Thanks. I'm I'm enjoying the show. Did um. So over our little break, did anybody have a a question that they are just burning to ask about this topic or anything that you want to say about this forgiveness topic? As Gina said earlier, this is something that is um, it's something that is a forever topic. It is not just a one and done kind of situation. Um, it's so many layers to forgiveness. There's so much to know. And I and I find that as grown-ups, sometimes we think that we have learned all there is to know about a thing, and then we close the door to understanding it in a more um, in a deeper way that actually brings us healing and brings us to um, better places in our current lives because we think we know it, we know it all. But when we open our minds and open ourselves up to um, to better understanding something it, it's just life is just so much more rich uh, I when I was teaching small kids you know how you when you were young and your teacher makes you apologize I never did that because it wasn't genuine um, to right. make somebody say sorry and they did not feel that it wasn't the content as Gina was saying that wasn't the real content of how they felt 
Um, it's disingenuous and it's inauthentic and it really doesn't serve us when we make children be inauthentic because then they grow up to do inauthentic things and be inauthentic adults. So, yeah. I have a question, Tish. Yes, ma'am. Well, comments and questions, and you guys can help me. Do you really forget? um, Can you really condition your mind to forget there are things that, you know, happen in life that will uh, show up, that will cause, that hurt, but there's how you respond and how you learn through the through the Word of God how to deal with that, and and I, and I'm thinking about should and should we really forget? Uh, I think perhaps not not to forget will help uh, us to be a witness as to how to help others. Jesus mm-hmm. died on the cross, you know, for our sins, and look what He went through. And I'm using that as an example because are we to forget what he went through to be able to share and help others? Can someone help me? I can speak to that. Um, It may not be. Okay. I'm going to answer the first part first and the second part second because that part might not fly, but I'm going to share my thoughts on it anyway because you asked. So the first part, can you really condition your mind to forget? Um, I would have to say that the answer to that is no. I don't think that we do the conditioning of our minds because uh, I always want to attribute this quote to the wrong person, so I'm just not even going to try to say who said it, but um, the same the same, the same consciousness that created the problem is not going to be the consciousness that gets us out of it, right? So in other words, our earth mind, our ego mind, however you want to look at it, is not going to be what gets us above this situation. Every, um, you know, there, there's the hymns of battle in the Bible, almost there's jihad, there's um, the Ramayana and all kinds of and the Bhagavad Gita, all these different religions and philosophies talk about battle and war. And the battle is really about getting above the appearances and, and getting back up with the mind of God, right? So are we going to condition our minds to do that? No. But it is our job to make ourselves available, to let our minds be <laughs> recognized, so we can recognize the truth to be reminded of where we come from and who we really are and that God can be God in us and through us if we can get ourselves out of the way. So, no, I don't think we can do that, but I think it's our job to make ourselves available to letting it be done for us and through us. And it doesn't mean that we forget what happened here because to your point, part of our mission might be to help others, but what it will do is, Take the, take the hot wire off it. So we're, it's not a landmine waiting to go off in us anymore. It's, it's, and we don't have emotions tied up to it. So we can, you know, when you know you've really forgiven, you feel great, grateful about it. And then also if you are called on to share what you've learned with someone, you recognize that you can talk about that thing without 
being upset about it anymore. It just is a thing that happened, but it was a blessing, even though it didn't feel like one at the time. So that's what I have to say about that. Do you want me to shut up so if, in case you'd like to respond or somebody else would? I, you know, I want to say what you were saying with the re, because even in the Bible it says um, it talks about renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. And when our minds are renewed, it, we don't operate in the same lane like that anymore about mm-hmm. a thing because mm-hmm. our mind are um, we're renewed. It mm-hmm. we are refreshed. We are we see things differently than how we saw it at that moment. And so right. if we're not in a different space and our minds haven't been renewed, then that button every time that button gets pushed, boom. We're triggered. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. We're triggered. Boom. Mm-hmm. We're triggered. Yeah. But, but a lot, but a lot, a lot of us don't know how to uh-uh. renew our mind. They rather keep that energy sitting around and wait for something small to happen so they can, you know, be evil again. You know, a lot of them, a lot of them say, "Oh, I'm good. I'm good." But deep down, they're not good because they didn't reset their mind. Mm-hmm. You know, to to focus, to listen, to you know what I mean, to understand what somebody else is saying. Yeah, we, we it's it's probably some of us here on the line now that that's still pissed off about something that happened yesterday or the day before or today. That's yeah. true, and you know, there's no time like the present. Thank God, time is a construct we made up, so we can decide to get over it today, even if it happened yesterday or 20 years ago. You know. And we can let that healing happen now. But you're right, you know, we're not ready till we're ready. And sometimes, um, you know, I tell clients and I tell myself sometimes, okay, well, I'm just going to have to kick rocks about this until I'm done kicking rocks. Like I know enough to know that I've got to do the work because I know too much not to. But I also might not feel like it yet. I'm still having my pout. Okay. But you're wasting your own time. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't do that very long anymore. But we can, you know. <laughs> the choice is ours. Right. So how do we get to that? How do we get that place where, okay, so I feel away. And I feel away. And I still feel away. And I keep feeling away. How do we get ourselves to the point where we don't, where we, we, we are ready? How do we, can we? Is there something that can help us get to where we are ready to forgive in a thing? Well, yes and yes. Until we, I think most of us, some of us land on this planet with that inner drive (laughs) to, to work in this way. Most of us, however, need to get our asses beat long enough until we're ready. When we hit our, when we hit our knees, then mm-hmm. when all else has failed, we might be ready to consider it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one of those things. I don't think he originally coined the, the term either. I know you've quoted mm-hmm. me because it's where you heard it from me, but I heard it from Michael Bernard Beckwith. But pain pushes until vision pulls. So, you know, but hopefully by having conversations like this, which you are so lovingly offering to people, you know, the idea of an alternative dawns on us before we're broken and ready for anything to be shown to us. And we can test drive these ideas a little bit because you don't have to take my word for it. But I promise you, if you go to 
the the avatar of your choosing, you know, whether that be an ancestor or whether it be Jesus or whether it be Holy Spirit, and you sit and you say, you know, this thing happened, and I know that I'm not seeing it right because I don't have any peace around it. I am pissed mm-hmm. off. I am sad. I feel crushed. I feel embarrassed. I feel whatever about this thing, and I know. So I know I got. I can't be looking at it right, but I'm willing to see it differently. I'm willing to see it through the eyes of love. First step, when you say that, notice if that's really true, because just saying the prayer is not going to be sufficient. If you say Mm -hmm. I'm willing and you really still want to punch them in the face more than you want peace, it will not work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, So then the prayer becomes... I'm not actually willing, but I need help to be willing because I know that I want that peace, mm. right? So then right. that's the prayer. But if you are really legitimately willing, then that's the prayer. I'm willing, and I know I might not hear the answer now, but I want you to give me the answer in a way that I absolutely can't miss it and mm. expect that prayer to be answered because you know, God wants us home. Love wants us to be back a part of itself, however you like to, to say that, right? And so there's, there's no trick in it. It's not meant to be complicated. We mm. complicate it. We complicate it. Can I say this? Mm. Uh, it, don't, it doesn't have to be, but it, but it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, an example. Uh, and I think it's something that you have to practice mm-hmm. uh, because yes. I, I used to work at, 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 well, yeah, at a place where there was a young lady. She would come in every day, slam the door, go to the back, talk about me, to have parents against me, and I would go in saying, Lord, give me strength, be kind, be nice, be, come home, Lord, Forgive her, but forgive me for the thoughts that I have had toward her. Mm. So I, it was a practice that I had to do. This went on for I, for I know a good five months, so, and it was a continuous thing, continuous. I mean, talk to me just and I and guess what, guys? I was in charge of the whole place. <laughs> it was to mm. the point where I I dreaded going in. You know, uh, mm-hmm. at the place I was over, and so it was just one. God said, "You have passed the test, and I'm going to help you." And so, one on one particular day, um, she was she was gotten rid of. So I think it's mm-hmm. sometimes situations and life occurrences can be difficult, but I think if we practice, yeah. I agree. We practice. And then I think when I was saying earlier, <laughs> do we forget? Because life situations and occurrences, you know, it makes it difficult for sometimes for us to forget things that have happened. Mm-hmm. But if we and how we respond to those situations, you know, um, it, it helps. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. if especially if somebody went through a a. Um, trauma to them, you know, mm-hmm. when they're young or something like that. That you're not gonna forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're not you're not gonna yeah. forget it. But you would be amazed no. at how you can revisit it with the help of 
again, whatever your higher self power you like to call it, and and how it becomes a like a source of your it, it actually becomes your superpower mm. because you you come to know the truth of who you are through it instead of identifying mm-hmm. as having had something taken away from you by it. And I am not I, I am not trying to make light of that and I'm not saying it's easy. But be clear, saying that something is simple and that the divine hasn't complicated it for us unnecessarily is not the same thing as saying it's easy for us to do because we are conditioned not to. And it feels like it's going to make us vulnerable. A lot of, you know, a lot of resistance around forgiveness and or forgetting comes from the idea that we maybe not even consciously, but a lot of us equate forgiveness with permission. And Mm. like, I'm saying it was okay. And that is not what I am talking about at Mm -hmm. all. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not okay. If it is wrong, it was wrong, you know, on the earth level and on a soul level, it can, it can become part of what makes you great. And remember, and and by what I say makes you great, I mean makes you a better representation of the Christ self that's in you, not mm-hmm. that makes you as an individual special, you know, mm-hmm. not like that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's True. good. That's good. That's good. Can, would I? Can I chime in really quickly? Absolutely. Thank you. So what I found, because I, you know, I think everybody goes through trauma at some point in their lives. So what I found in my own life, um, certain things I had to, because you know, I've been like really getting digging into myself. <clears throat> excuse me, the last seven years, really digging into myself, you know, to make myself better. And I found, you know, people will try to do things to be malicious or facetious or whatever, and. I, myself, sometimes you can't remove yourself out of situations or whatever, mm-hmm. but like Gina was saying, I guess to really honing in on yourself, just thinking about your, like not thinking about yourself in a selfish way, but thinking about yourself and okay, as like a, to, to basically be able to elevate yourself to say, you know what, okay, th- this person is doing this, okay, so I don't have to like carry on with the situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to be mean, I can just ignore it or whatever the case might be. And in my in my experience, it's always worked itself out. Yes, it took time because it's one of those things where you just want to wring somebody's neck. But, you know, you just have to be like, okay, I can't do that because I'm allergic to jail. I can't do that. Mm. So I have to basically <laughs> say, okay, I need, I need to be able to compose myself. And the more I compose myself, the better it got to the point where it was like, I don't even care. You're like, you're not affecting me anymore. So whatever it is that you're doing is not affecting me inside. And I can say, you know what? You, I can forgive you for what you've done to me so that I can be at peace. Mm. It's the only way that I've able, I've been able to kind of excel in anything that I've, I've done because you know, I was one of those people where I was the yes girl. I yes, 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 and knew for a fact I had no boundaries. Did not want to, mm. did not want to say yes. But you know, through a lot of meditation, it was one of those things where I just people when I started saying no, people were like, "What?" Like, and then mm-hmm. you know, then you have rift because people are not used to me saying no. But I wanted to hold my boundaries, and it's not 
me being mean because when I feel like I, I can say yes, I'm going to say yes when I want to say yes. I don't have to do it because, oh, I want you to like me or whatever the case might be. Um, I, but forgiveness is such a powerful thing, and there have been several people in my family that have had to be forgotten from me. Of course, I never forget about it, but it's one of those things where I'm at peace because it's like, it's like okay, I can understand. I can go into your mind or whatever the case might be and, and like, basically break it all apart, right, and then put all mm-hmm. the pieces back together. Like, why were they – like, the psychology of it all, basically. You know, And that's how I've been able to – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was going to uh, piggyback because in yeah. the psychology of it, it's very interesting, and this is a, a tangent. I met Gina in the psychology of, when I was at the psychology of everything. I could, okay. um, I can mentally explain everything. Like I can, and it, I didn't have any feelings about things, and um, I could just explain it to you because I'm a very mental person. When I started working uh-huh. with Gina, what I got was down to the root of the energetic beginnings of things. And right. because some of us, some of us are um, like we're intellectuals or we're not um, emotionally charged all the time because I know I grew up um, in a, a household where you didn't, it wasn't a lot of emotions. There weren't, like, you just didn't. Right. So I learned how to control my emotions. So just because I'm not spit fire, it doesn't always mean that I've dealt with things. And the way that we are able to smile at people and we're able to be polite to people, it doesn't necessarily mean that we've gotten to the root of things. Because I think in the beginning when Gina was talking about what is gift, and I think that is a part that we haven't really explored. I hadn't been taught that. The thing is actually happening to show you a thing. It's actually, right. events are actually happening to give you something. All the things that have happened to us. And it's a, it's a hard right. thing to swallow at first. But once you start shifting your paradigm, what is this coming to teach me? Why did this happen? Right. And what am I getting from it is a whole different thing mm-hmm. than victim, the victim mentality. Somebody did something right. to me, injurious, mm-hmm. I am hurt, I'm a victim. But w- w- it, it, it goes beyond that. And now, it, it, again, it's a hard pill to swallow because things happen to people that, like, I've been, abu- like, I've been sexually abused as a child. And so if you tell mm-hmm. somebody who was sexually abused as a child that this thing happened to you because people will fight you. They will fight you. They will fight you. <laughs> Indeed. You, you can't. You, right. So it's something that is very personal. It's a personal evolution. Yes. But I can say from all the things that have happened to me, because I've shifted my paradigm a lot, I can, it, it's incredible. It's, it's a freedom there's a freedom in letting, not just letting go, but understanding and understanding what, you know, what the gift is that the, the things are bringing. Some, Sean, were, were you going to say Somebody. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was piggybacking off emotions when you, when you, when you said emotions, you know, how, you know, we allow emotions, you know, not what if, what if we were taught emotions like, 
you know, we were taught growing up? We, you know, what if our parents taught us emotions as part of growing up? A lot mm-hmm. of us wouldn't be sad. A lot of us wouldn't be, you know, evil-minded and, yeah. you know, <laughs> conniving and backstabbing. Do I need to use any more words? Y'all know where I'm going at. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, you know, emotions is is a lot to do. I'm just piggybacking off of Letitia. She brought up the emotion that just it just came to me. If we were taught emotions as a child, you know, a lot of us would be in a better state of mind. A hundred and twelve percent at least, yes. Mm-hmm. And how to manage them. How to you manage know, them. How, how, yep. And that yes. is a way to feel them because so much of – you know, this forgiveness to destroy idea that I talked about earlier is, is about just trying not to feel the upset. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why most of us sit in the intellect is because it's more comfortable. We can try to make sense of it there and mm-hmm. feel like we have some control over it than feeling our emotions, which is foreign to so many of us. And even if we felt it, what, what, what will we do about it? Like that, mm-hmm. no, right. we don't need, we don't need to have that nightmare. And a lot of us mm-hmm. were taught you don't have permission to, or other mm-hmm. emotions yeah. were so loud that they were scary to us. And we don't want to put other people through that. So mm-hmm. there's all kinds of different ways that we get broken around feeling emotions, but it is the way out of everything because mm-hmm. that's when you know what your real yes is and what your real no is, and that's how you know what you need to ask to see differently because a lot of times we, we're we mad and we don't even know what we're mad about. Mm-hmm. Just just imagine if our, if our parents said, you're not ready to be a grown person yet and you're 21 years old or 35 years old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not ready to be a grown person yet. You gotta learn some more. My mom wasn't ready to be a grown person right up till the end, personally. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that would have, I don't know how she would have made that judgment. But yes, it would be something for sure. And you know, just circling back a little bit on on the idea of the gift too, and and the emotional component to this, like. There is a there is an intellectual part that I think we oftentimes are shown about our you know it's something about us that we needed some some lack some shift in perspective that we needed to have filled that we um, get shown but ultimately the big thing about being fully let off the hook as it were and letting the other person off the hook really mm. teaches it deepens our faith in the divine by whatever name we call it, because it, if we start loving like that, then we'll start to understand how God loves us. Right. Mm. And, and then we'll start to trust it. Cause most of us, you know, we can quote whatever our version of scripture or a teaching or whatever it is, but do we really trust it? And if you look at your life, you don't because you're trying to control all the variables. Mm. So, right. you know, it's, it's like we, we want to say we do, but our actions, you know, rat us out. And, and working with these lessons that come to us is actually the, the, each forgiveness opportunity that we take is a brick in the path home, you know, and, and to remembering what, what we really have in terms of the power that's available to us that we are shunning because we want to hold on to the wheel our own selves. 
I, I, you know, That's when you deep. said letting somebody off the hook, let's talk. Mm. Let's 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 dig into letting somebody <laughs> else off the hook. Mm-hmm. Okay. What Come do you on, guys? Somebody else. I want your other. Any, I, it, it, what do you guys think about actually letting that person off the hook? Now, it there are so many different categories of. Um, Forgiveness in terms of like, so I know people that if, if, if you go to the store and somebody ticks you off at the counter, you're going to be hot fire mad. Those people don't make me mad because I don't even know them. It's the people that are closest to us, right? Mm -hmm. A lot. When we get, when we've gotten to the point of uh, evolving in ourselves where it's not strangers that really get to us but it's the people that are the closest to us. How do we let those mm. people off the hook? Those people that should, should even, in our minds, you shouldn't even be hurting me anyway because you said you love me. <laughs> Put them in time out. I'm trying to change. <laughs> I hold them accountable. I hold them accountable. Accountable immediately. I had a friend. Um, Absolutely. First time, he was a work friend. The first time, uh, he did something that really bothered me. Uh, with a year without talking, we started mm-hmm. to talk again. Uh, we talked about it, and we came to the, the conclusion that we were going to do better. Well, another year went by, <clears throat> and. Basically, the same thing happened again. I put that individual in check immediately. I said, mm-hmm. this is not going to happen. This is how you are treating me. And that person told me, you're overreacting. Sit down and get yourself mm. together. I immediately That's said, like here's, here's, what, here's what's going to happen. Mm. You're not going to talk to me like that. This conversation, this relationship it's over because we've been here before. If you are not going to respect my feelings and how I feel about a situation, there's no need of us even continuing this friendship because as friends, as many conversations as we have had about the way you were raised, the way I was raised, what your beliefs are, what my beliefs are, and you cannot respect that. We don't need to be friends because if not, we're going to continually go through this time over and, and over. Mm-hmm. And I refuse to go through it time and time again. I am okay with it now. I am a much better person. I am a much happier person because mm-hmm. I nipped it in the bud. I made it clearly understood why I was doing it and why I couldn't do do it again. I. I, I'm here for it. Like, isn't that honoring yourself? Right. I would call that honoring myself yeah. because yeah. it's when you Absolutely. set yourself, when you hear something or somebody does something to you and you give them opportunity over and over and over and over again. I don't, that makes no sense to me. Let's hear from the mom and dad. Let's see how they, you know, they, they're they a lot older than us and more seasoned. I want to hear from them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can y'all hear me? 
Yes, sir. Uh, biblically speaking, uh, God wants us to forgive. Is it seventy times seventy? Well, basically, times, it's a, basically, basically, it's a lot of times that God mm-hmm. to forgive forever. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, if we went by that, that means we got to keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you was laughing coming on. Okay, I got you. But I, I think that you, but you can forgive without putting yourself back in harm's way. Exactly. So that's right. what I did. I forgave him, but I refused well, to allow that situation to continually happen again. I don't know exactly where it's found, but uh, somewhere in the Bible it says something about shaking the dust off of your feet, too. Mm-hmm. And Do anybody you. have an idea what that means? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's about the earth, the earth, the earth experience, right? It's about the earthly interpretation, getting that off you and getting into the higher mind. Right. Well, we, and, it's we, not, we, and it's not just in the Bible, actually. Other other things even before the Bible allude to that as well, which I think is really beautiful. But, you, but you know, that goes back to, to training your mind again. You can, you can forgive somebody without without attitude. You can, right. and you you know, yeah. forgiving somebody doesn't necessarily mean you got to hang out with them, but right. It's, right. It, it can be both and. So, like, knowing that I don't want to keep doing this dance with you is honoring yourself. And right. just saying I forgive him may not have fully given you the opportunity to get the gift from it. Like, you know, why did I have to keep attracting this situation? So, like, yeah, I've got myself out of it, but, I'm, you know, is there anything else about this I need to know? Is there anything else about this that I can grow from because I don't want to have to do this dance anymore with him or with anybody else without having to set up artificial boundaries necessarily? Now, that doesn't mean I have to go out my way to hang out with you either. But it, but it means that I don't have to be concerned about it, whether or not we're in the same space. And, exactly. you know, the question that, that Leticia offered us was, was about what about letting people off the hook? What does that mean? And the example that you offered us is, was a good reminder to me about something that I, you know, it's in the course. And I quote it a lot because I think it's a great metaphor for us to understand. Like, if we are keeping people in a jail of sorts, whether it's a jail in our mind or our hearts or, you know, I'm not letting you in my space, like actively pushing against it. Again, I'm not saying that we have to be actively part of each other's lives, but the prisoners are in jail. That is true, but you got to have a warden in the jail too. And they're, they're Mm. stuck up in there just like the prisoners are. So Mm, I don't want to hang out in jail. (laughs) I don't want to have to be monitoring where everybody else is so that I can feel safe. And that is what forgiveness can provide for us is that we get to the place where we don't have the bomb in us. So we're safe, (laughs) you know? Right. Right. 
and to me that's what letting letting each other off the hook is about is getting getting me out of jail and and them because they don't have to sit in there either and if they have to go have that dance with somebody else that's fine because i'm not going to be a good match for it anymore but i don't have to worry about it either because i know i'm not right wow Okay, if you are, this is um, B Lifestyle Radio, and I'm your host, Letitia Dorsey-Magaha, and I have a special guest, Gina Gibson, on tonight. Uh, We are talking about forgiveness. If you want to call in to the show, give us a call at 516-453-9110. If you are a T-Mobile listener, call us in at 971 three seven nine nine five three seven. This is again um a very loaded topic and it is we could talk about this because there's so many things that I didn't know about forgiveness um until I started working with Gina uh years ago. And it has really again changed my life. It's changed it's shifted my whole paradigm. We're gonna um take a take a small little music break and we will be right back yeah this one right here goes out to all the babies mamas 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 (laughs) baby mamas Neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She needs to get a piece of American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. And let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the only one who lay down. She want to rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts for a child's birthday. I invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you, you will defend that lady when I call you. Fine, fine. 
the quickest muzzle, throw it on my mouth and I'll decline. King meets queen, then the puppy love fame. Together dream about that crib with the good year spring. On the oak tree, I hope we feel like this forever. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Forever never seems that long until you're grown. And notice that the day by day ruler can't be too wrong. Miss Jackson, my intentions were good. I wish I could become a magician to Abracadabra all the sadder. Thoughts of me, thoughts of she, thoughts of he. Asking what happened to the feeling that her and me had. I pray so much about it, need some knee pads. It happened for a reason one can't be mad. So know this, know that everything's cool. And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation. I'm Miss Jackson. Look at the way you treat me. You little no stronger than got dressing up the creek G. Without a pad on you, left straddling right. This ain't on out. And the union girl ain't speaking no more, cause my s all in I'm out. I'm talking about jealousy. Infidelity can be cheating, beating, and the to the G, they be the same thing. So who you placing the blame on? You keep on singing that same song. Let bygones be bygones. You can go and get the hell on you and your mom. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. are listening to Becoming Excellent Lifestyle Radio. I am your host, Letitia Dorsey-Magaha, and we are, it is Wednesday night, November the 1st, and we are talking about forgiveness. We have a special host, um, a special guest, Gina Gibson, from the Enlightened Elephant um, Movement. What, <laughs> is it a movement? Community. Is it a Let's call it community. a community. The yeah. Enlightened Elephant Community, and oh. I know personally I have worked um, with with um, with Gina for a couple years, and really, it really has changed my entire life. Um, while we were on break, there was an excellent question. Um, Dion, let's hear your question. I think it's a good for everyone. How are you just going to put me on the spot like that, really? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Uh, you're just going to put me on the spot like that, right? <laughs> We're all so, together. All right, all right, all right. So my question was, letting people off the hook, does that mean trust and forgiveness is synonymous? Because I feel like you can forgive people, but, you know, trust But I have to be rebuilt, you know, once somebody violates your trust. She on a speakerphone or something? Are you on a speakerphone? Okay. I'm I had my head my, oh, my Bluetooth on. My my whole house my whole house is asleep, so I was trying not oh. to uh, talk but um so I'll ask the question again. Letting people off the hook. 
um, is forgiveness and trust synonymous because you forgive people, but you just always don't trust them after that has been violated? Mm-hmm. I don't. I, so the answer is that it is synonymous, but I don't think it is synonymous in the way that we normally think of trust, right? So it doesn't mean that we make ourselves available for further mischief. Um, most, especially if it was abusive or clearly just, you know, unacceptable behavior, no, it does not mean that we trust them and expect them not to behave the way that their consciousness is aligned to behaving right now, right? But what it does mean, forgiveness and trust are synonymous in this way. We can trust our brother, which is, you know, the term for each other, women and men. You know, we can trust our brother to be giving us what we need. So we can trust that that experience was for us and then work the process that we've been talking about in forgiving and getting the gift and the understanding and coming into a better knowledge of of the power that's within us and the love, really, that's within us and within them because they're out of touch with it too. I mean, we we haven't really touched on that tonight, but I don't really believe anybody is born evil. Like nobody really wants to be less than love, but Mm. we – you know, we're all damaged goods to some degree, or we wouldn't even be playing these reindeer games, you know, like, mm. so understanding that and assuming that we are crossing paths at not accidental times is a kind of trust. You know, that's the, the faith that, that these things aren't random and that it's not just the other person, that we had something to do with this intersection and using that opportunity to get what, why that happened for us so that we don't have to keep having traumatic or unpleasant experiences like that. But it doesn't mean we necessarily trust the other person to now magically be a better person. I don't know if that mm. answers it, but I hope it does. That makes a lot of sense. I, I think when it, when it comes down to this work that we – because I, I've, I've observed it, we either are the victims or the villains, right? And in so, in, in somebody's story, you know, as we mm-hmm. go along, we're victim, we're villain. We're victim, we're villain. This time I'm a victim. Next time I'm a villain. Without really digging in to the inner work of if we are in the victim role this time, why? How? What? And not that we deserve a thing that happens to us, because it's very, it's a very tender, fine line, liney type of thing. Because people, especially in the victim mode, only hear victim things. They only hear it through victim ears. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me I, I did something. I, no, that's not what that's not what's being said. It was not saying that you did something. But we're saying that there is something that invites a particular thing, an experience that you're having to show you something about yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do just don't want to get there. And it's okay. If you're yep. not ready to get there, that's okay too. 
That's it okay. is okay because everybody's doing what they're they're meant to do, you know. And I don't I don't want to rub fur up and challenge anybody's beliefs, but um, I will say a couple things about the crucifixion that specifically apply to this. You know, the victim or the villain is what prompted the thought in my mind. You using that verbiage, you know. Um, so Jesus is the victim, arguably. Judas is the villain, arguably, right? However, if we want to take a few steps back and assume that this story was created, this scenario was created in order to teach us, I really, I, you know, I believe in a loving God and I don't think that any of us are being sacrificed and I don't believe we're meant to sacrifice. Um, Jesus was in agreement mm-hmm. with that experience and mm-hmm. it was a teaching, it was a teaching and it was a teaching about forgiveness, right? But here's the deal. Without Judas, there's no story, <laughs> right? Like, how does mm-hmm. Jesus get up yep. on that cross without Judas setting him up for that? And that's kind right. of like the people who cross our paths are like the mm. Judas in our story for us to, re- to, to recognize the Christ in ourselves, mm. you know? And that's what he, when he said, forgive them for they know not what they do, it's like it wasn't they don't know what they're doing to me. It's like they don't know what they're doing to themselves. Mm-hmm. Like you can't put me up mm-hmm. here without putting yourself up here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, is Judas then, is he the, is he the villain? I don't know. In other words, in other words everything that there was a purpose behind it, good exactly. and bad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and then if you want to take that a step further, the fact that we need to learn the lesson has now actually required the person to behave that way, which is causing them pain and suffering, too. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It's. It, it really, there's so many layers. And that's why I said, like, our brain's not going to get us through it. But if we invite divinity into our heart to help us with it, we will be shown things. And we will find peace in it. And it does not mean that we're going to be having dinner with the people that cause us, you know, horror. Because, you know, just because when we change, when we allow our consciousness to be changed a little, it opens a door for everybody it creates another way for us to be the presence of the alternative or the presence of love or the presence of light, however you want to say it. But it doesn't automatically mean that other people are going to accept the invitation. We all get to say yes when we're ready to say yes. So, but what it does is it gives us discernment. People think, people think forgiving is going to make us doormats, but it makes you so discerning and it makes things so clear. Like, you know, First, you let the snake bite you because you don't recognize it's a snake. Then you start learning, oh, that's a snake. So you kind of walk around it or step over it. But then, you know, the snakes just start being on the other side of the road. Like, because you just don't, it's just not part of your your need to be in your awareness anymore. Um, So you don't even need the experience anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And and that's, that's, uh, it's a lot to chew. That's, that's deep. It's mm. very deep. Very deep. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. Man, it's deep. It's true. 
It's good stuff though. If you only take a little bit of it and work with it though, it'll it'll keep it'll Unraveling. keep expanding in you. It yeah. will. It yeah. will keep it will your paradigms are shifting right now and you yes. a year yeah, from now you'll go back and you'll go, Wow, I have really changed a lot of what I think because just, just marinating on this. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like, man, I'm getting ready to go on mute and go look at myself in the mirror and see who do I really see. Yay! <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it, it. it makes you do that. I mean, this, I mean, it really makes you really think who are you really are. You don't even know who you really are. You I don't just, really know right. who you, you really don't know who you are. We are a lot of what, like she said in the beginning, when you start unpacking what your parents told you who you are, mm-hmm. what the people at church told mm-hmm. you who you were, who, what that first yeah. boyfriend or girlfriend told mm-hmm. you who you are. And we have packed on all of these ideas and idea, ideals about ourselves that aren't even who we are. And we've, we're all in prison. We've just been imprisoned. Mm-hmm. And once we start setting ourselves free, it, it's just a different, it's a whole different reality. I, it's like at work. Nah, there are so many things at work that are so uh, challenging. But <laughs> I can yeah, you, laugh. You had, to, you had to humble yourself right there, didn't you? I had to. I had to. <laughs> because <laughs> through shifting uh, my paradigms, I actually have to, I'm actually at work sometimes going, now why am I having this having to have this experience again. What is this teach? What? Why am I back here again? What is this teaching me? But when you start looking at your, Michael Jackson said, you know, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. The man, yep. it, it's, it's me. It, it's me. If the old school song, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the, it's not the other person. And that's why even in the Bible, right. when he says, you know, when you're trying to pluck out a splinter out of somebody else's eye and you have a whole entire beam in yours mm-hmm. because it's so much work that right. we have for ourselves that if we worked on ourselves, we wouldn't even have some of the experiences with other people that we are having. And you know what's mm, the best news that. about that? We're the only ones we have any control over anyway. So how awesome is it that all the work right. is in us? <laughs> right. Yeah, because, you, because you do have people that that need to work on themselves, but they want to go and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Try to help them yeah. work on them, knowing that you ain't got your own shit together. So why are you going to come over here right. messing, with that, messing with that? You know what I'm saying? So, 100%. Yeah. And that's what, the, best, but, the best way to teach is through example. You know, mm. it really is. And I know I was onto that when I was little. You know, my dad was forever telling me, do this, do that. And I'm like, but you don't do that. <laughs> you know? Right, right. What? So, I mean, we don't have to tell people. And you know what is so cool is that people will start to ask you because you do change. Like, you know, when you start to be more peaceful within yourself, you carry yourself differently. Mm-hmm. And 
everybody wants that. You know, there are people that when they walk in the room, they light up the room. Everybody recognizes that. There are people who walk in the room and they are always pissed off about something and everybody recognizes that, even if you've never met them before. Because energetically, Mm. we're all attuned. There's only one of us here. So, you know, doing this work on yourself is, is even about more than just improving your own life because it's changing the collective mind. But you don't have to start there. Just making your life a little better is a fine place to start because it's going to get done mm-hmm. either way. Mm. And that trend, that trend there follows down to your kids too because they recognize okay. change. Mm-hmm. You know, you as a mother and a father. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, absolutely. Hundred percent. And and that really actually is when you do the work on yourself, and then it expands. Naturally expands outward, then you actually are change. You know, people go out to change the world when you really can just go in. You yeah. can go Ooh. in. Yes. They'd be like, yeah. I mean, like Antonio, man. You see, Letitia, man, she's changed a lot, man, from the way she oh. was last week. You know what I mean, man? Back in <laughs> back in the day, boy, she could cut somebody out. You said, well, look at her now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we get along. Listen, when you start doing that inner work, the peace that you have is just, when you, you know, for for the people that, you know, like the Bible and the peace that passes all understanding doesn't look, doesn't actually look like I'm just quiet. It really is internally like, ah, all is well. All is well. All is well. And it's a different yep. feeling. It's not something that you got to fake. It is really right. something that's inside that you can't, you can't even explain it. But it's, it's because no matter what is happening, no matter what the situation is, it's all coming. It's all good. It's all for my good and it's all good. So good or bad, right, wrong, or indifferent, it's coming to show me something. I can derive something from it. Um, and if it's really uh, not a good time, let me get it now because mm, I don't want to do it again. And I, I certainly don't, don't do it want again. it to have to get louder to try to mm-hmm. help me hear it. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. I can identify with that, that thing that just won't go away and it just gets louder and louder because you mm-hmm. haven't dealt with the thing inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. So, anybody have any, like, um, well, y'all we're um, coming tonight. to this? Y'all yeah. Somebody go get where's, the collection book, bucket. <laughs> the collection the collect- bucket. <laughs> That's going to be, it's going to be a uh, dollar sign. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gina, could you tell yes. everybody where, again where they can um, reach you if they have an interest in just delving yeah. a little bit deeper? Yeah, absolutely. So you can, um, right now, my new page is being built, so I can't send you there, but you can email me for a list of upcoming stuff or if you have any questions at Gina at Enlightened Elephants, it's plural because it's a community, dot com. And um, you can just ask, even if you just want to be let known, you know, let me know when the, the site goes live, I can do that too. Um, but The idea behind that, I'll just talk about that for um, a second because it ties into what we're talking about here tonight, 
is the reason why I chose to go with um, elephants for the community, besides the fact that branding is so friggin' adorable because who doesn't love an elephant, is, <laughs> the, <laughs> is the fact that they, they're known for remembering, right, that they never forget. And the, and the truth is that for us, we really haven't forgotten. We just have gone to sleep. It says Adam fell asleep, but it doesn't say anywhere about him waking up, right? And right. we're kind of asleep dreaming, but we haven't really forgotten. That's why, like, when we hear stuff that, that we know is kind of true, like, everybody's like, oh, that's deep. Because there's something in you that's like, yeah, that's right. Like, that's true. And so that never forgetting aspect, but at the same time, I'm sure most of you guys have heard about how they um, train elephants is by tying them up. They chain one leg to a stake, and after mm. a certain amount of time, just having that chain around the leg, the elephant thinks it's chained in the same place, even though it's not. And that's how we're all walking around through life, mm. is thinking that um, that's where yeah. we are, and we're not. And so that's what that's about. And I don't do all the same stuff. I, I come at these topics from different um from different perspectives, some spiritual, that's my favorite lane, I'm not going to lie, but um, I, I can talk about them without so much um, spirituality laced through it. And it's not all forgiveness. I do prosperity work. I do relationship work. I do a lot of work in health because my on-ramp was um, physical well-being into this stuff 30 years ago. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit of everything. So workshops rotate through. You, everybody's always welcome. And uh, I just, I love seeing people's lives change. That's my favorite thing, including my own. And I'm the hardest sell because that's why I teach, because I need to learn it. I have to say it over and over and over and over and over. No book? You don't, do you have a book? Awesome. Do you have I'm a book? I'm actually writing a book. I am writing a book as nice. I speak. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, the you, should have, title, you should have had that 10, 10 years ago, but go ahead. Oh, boy. You. Thank no, you. For real, though, Thank for real. You. You have no um, idea. The the titles the working title is holy as with a W as in entirely holy, as in the way we're mm. used to hearing it. Because there's so many pitfalls along the way that people think they're doing the right thing and legitimately like really want to be doing what they think is right. That's actually holding them up because it's mm. keeping them away from yeah. asking the right questions with God. You know. So yeah, thank you for asking. I want that. My DJ Sean in the morning starts in uh, January. I'll have to have you come on my morning show and drop some knowledge to people in the morning going to work. Oh, that would be awesome. Pissed off. That would be awesome. You know what I mean? Hear hear your message, man. They They go to work like the young lady earlier was saying, you know, she would sit there in the car, Jesus help me, you know, just going about her day. You know, that would help a lot of people in the morning, you know, wake up mad, look at mm-hmm. look over at their husband or their boyfriend, roll their eyes. Truly. <laughs> Truly. I'm here for it. I, any opportunity I get to talk about this stuff, I will do it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. That I Thank think that's an awesome idea, Sean. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we are coming to the end of our show, and I want to thank my guest, um, I want my to thank my host, guest, Gina Gibson, for coming on and talking to us tonight about forgiveness and some other things. I, I totally just would encourage you all to just allow yourselves to 
lean in a little bit to uh, something that you may, you could learn a little bit more about and have greater peace about. And um, we all need more peace, right? Uh, I want to thank everyone who's on the line tonight, Uh, Diva, Mike, Sean, Antonio, my cousin Dion, Mr. and Mrs. Magaha. Thank you guys so much for um, staying up with us tonight. Missouri, thank you. Uh, you are you have you have a show that's coming on? No, she's going to yes. be a co-host with us on uh, oh. Mondays and Thursdays, and also she is an artist as well. She she's oh a, okay. Yeah, let everybody know where they can follow you at uh, Missouri. Oh, so you can follow me uh, on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook um, under Miss Missouri. Awesome. So yeah. And did my husband hang Absolutely. up? He's an artist. You can find him on TikTok, Instagram. Antonio, you there? You still there? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> TikTok, Antonio's Music. Um, IG, Antonio's Music website, AntonioMusic.com, uh, and on Facebook at Antonio Magaha. And a new website coming, lightskinisback.com. Oh, Lord. Lightskinisback in. Mike. Coming with it. We're coming with it. Coming with it. Mike, I listened to a song, Mike, a, a song that you were going off of the other day. Where can, can we listen to your music at, Mike? Which song was it? Uh, I, I, I just listened much. to it yesterday. It was, um, it was, it was, it was tough. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but. I, I I caught you on YouTube, but let us know where we can listen to your to you at. Pretty much uh, on all, all my social media, it's UNG Music. That's I T S U N G N U S I C. Uh, here on the Hilltop Radio, uh, and oh, the website newungmusic.com. UNG. All right, and I think that's. Diva, she um, she's hopped off, but you can catch her on Hilltop, the Hilltop Radio Show as well. When is her When is her show time? Uh, we're nine nine to nine to eleven Mondays and and uh, Sunday, Monday and Thursdays. Yep, you yeah. can catch the Diva, the, the Divas then at that time. All right, well that's gonna wrap it up, and I thank you all for listening. We're gonna go out. Uh, with some India Ire wings. Thank you, Gina. Thank, Thank you, Gina. Thank you so much, Gina. Gina. I'll be in touch. I'm gonna I be in touch. I can't wait to hear from you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you again, you guys. Next day. My pleasure.
Yo, this is singer-songwriter Antonio Magaha, and you are now tuned in to B-Radio. Peace. <laughs> 